Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Joining me right now on Kumite Radio is flyweight prospect Braden Graham. What's going on, Braden? How you doing, man? Good. Uh, the first thing I want to do is go back to 2016, the IMF Amateur World title. You won four fights in less than a week, three of those via TKO. Tell me about the experience of winning that gold medal and standing on the podium. Yeah, that was a, that was a great experience. It's a good moment, once in a lifetime. Um, I actually went the year before and uh, lost in the semifinals to the, to the champion. Uh, that was really good for me, actually. It, it sort of showed me what, it, uh, what that level is for the gold medal, and I felt I exceeded that level the next year. But to stand up in front of that podium... I was, uh, yeah, I was just very, very grateful to be in the moment. Um, I remember looking around and seeing a few people uh, on their phones and that, and I thought there's enough people taking photos. I'm just going to take this in, take this in off the ice, and uh, it was, it was a great moment actually. After that, did you feel like you were ready to turn pro because you did turn pro after that? Yeah, yes, yeah, so I went pro after that. It was more. Um, I was getting a lot of encouragement to go back and do it twice, but um, for me, there, there was a there was a little bit inside me that thought if I did that and went back and did it twice, I was kind of sandbagging, mm-hmm. um, kind of hiding. So I I just thought, well, you don't know how good these guys are at pro until you give it a whirl. So uh, yeah, that that's what I did. That was the mindset really, just to give me something to push for. I feel like when I lost in the semis in 2015, that gave me the the push for that win, and then uh, yeah, that was that was something something else. I, I got offered that pro or the chance to go back, and I thought, nah, it's, a, it's more of a challenge. That's what it's about for me is the challenge and the test. So that's that's how the mindset of coming back in for the pro. I wasn't sure if I was ready. I knew if as soon as I uh, as soon as I do something. Um, I rise to the occasion or make my own level, so uh, I, I proved myself in that one. That was a good good fight. Definitely. Um, now, just like in 2016, you were entering this fight on a two-fight skid. What did you learn from that 2016 campaign that, you, that helped you during this training camp? Yeah, I think the, the two-fight the two skid, it was... It was like one of them cycles, you know. It come around the cycle, and I actually, it actually reminded me of a few little things that I did. Exactly coming into that 2016, I'd done the same. I had actually replicated the same things, just on a different level, um, with with mindset and preparation. And uh, it was actually, it was actually really, really good to have that happen to me then, because now it's not, it's not foreign territory, you know. Um, I come in here knowing that I've uh, done this before 
and uh, almost a wee slap in the slap in the face, like mate, same thing. How did you forget that? So um, it's easy to it's easy actually to forget some little tiny uh, little tiny bits in your recipe to mm. success, and it can be as small as uh, adding salt, you know. So uh, I've uh, I'm back. I'm I'm back onto them things and picked up a couple of new things. Well, forgetting the old things and I've now combined them. So that ability to be able to look and review uh, because this has happened before has been really helpful, and I've been able to actually review it a little bit better this time as well. Well, your upcoming fight that we're talking about is your flyweight title fight at AfterShock 31 versus Ryan Robertson during your last camp because this is a rematch. You traveled to City Kickboxing to get some work with the boys over there. Are you doing the same this time around? Yeah, I've popped up. I've uh, been popping up there still and uh, working with um, Eugene. I mostly work with Eugene there, and I uh, get in a lot of sparring with the boys as well. Um, having the likes of Kai Car France there, being in the same weight division has been really good. Um, but, yeah, I have been going up, not as regular as the uh, last camp, but still going up in a very, very valuable part of my game, them guys, as well, as the work that I do here with my um, home team, the Marcelo Lopez. Yeah, let's talk. Can you give me some more insight on your team, Marcelo Lopez, BJJ? Yeah, so we're, uh, we're, we're a team of um, we're a team out of Blenheim, New Zealand. So we're a, we're a small town here. Uh, Marcelo... He moved here from uh, Rio. He uh, trained on, at Team Team Supreme under Raphael there. So he's come to New Zealand. He's established himself here now. So I've been working with him uh, ever since I got into the actual MMA side of things rather than the martial arts. And uh, we're 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 a team of uh, diehard grapplers. Really, that's uh, that's what we like. That's our bread and butter. Um, a lot of like-minded people have. Uh, been attracted and that's that's we all work together and that's where our success has come we've got um you know myself that's won the imf world title and then also my teammate gase uh she's she won the imf world title last year as well um in the in the lightweight women's division so it's uh it's that was really good that showed that our our success out of this gym isn't a fluke um we've got a good recipe here yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna keep sticking to it. How pivotal has Marcelo been to improving and elevating your ground game? Yeah, he's been re- he's been really, really, really good. He's the main reason behind behind the ground. And uh, this time here, we've uh, we've really stepped it up um, because of the the couple of mistakes I made in the uh, in the last fight. Marcelo took that very personal. Uh, you know that the mistakes. Uh, took them personal, even though it was me that made the mistakes. Uh, he's been really on my case, on my case for the grappling because, I mean, that's what me and him love. Like at the end of the day, yeah, yeah, we 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 love all aspects of fighting, but uh, it's, it's the grapple there. That's where I really excel, and uh, he's been really working. And it's more the details that he excels me on, and uh, I think he understands. Um, how to communicate with me and my sort of, he's been working with me long enough to understand how I learn things. He changes the style a lot for each person, but he really has a, a good teaching style that, that he switches on for me. Um, and I think that there has been really, 
really influential for my grappling, being able to actually teach me in the way that I like to be te- uh, like to be taught. You faced Robertson last June. You know, you dropped a decision. Looking back at that fight, how do you assess your performance? Uh, the performance, I, I was, I was happy. I was happy with certain areas of it, and then I was unhappy with other areas. So it was quite a, it was quite a good performance, and uh, in the way that I got a lot from it, I got a lot from it. Um, I learned a lot about myself, and I also learned a lot about um, different areas, different areas of the game. Um, but I think the main thing that uh, from that performance is I see what what I was doing was working. What I was doing was working. I had the, I had the right game plan. I just made a couple of little mistakes, and um, I feel like I beat myself in that fight. So um, I'm, I'm really keen to get back in there, and it's another good measuring stick, you know. Full, full credit to Ryan on what he did uh, last time, but um, he knows it's not going to happen again, and I know as well. Aftershock 31 is going down in Brisbane. Even though you are from New Zealand, you have fought in Australia often. Does it seem like a second home to you by now? Yeah, that sort of Brisbane Gold Coast area seems to be seems to be coming around to be like my second sort of flight home. Eh? I got a lot of friends there that always uh, come out. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty pretty comfortable comfortable fighting there. I think I think actually most of my fights have been in Vegas, and then uh, it'll probably be there second. So. Yeah, it's uh, it's coming around. I haven't fought in New Zealand for a long time. I'd like to, I'd like to like to come back and get here. I think I've only had about two, two of my fifteen or so have been in New Zealand, and yeah, the the rest have been away. So it would be good to get one back here. But Brisbane's sort of uh, Brisbane Gold Coast is becoming pretty familiar. <laughs> well, the first step is to win a title, and if you have a belt, then there's a better chance of bringing it back to uh, New Zealand, right? Yeah, that's it. I got to get this job done, and uh, I may be able to uh, get a little bit more going on here. But all the there's no other flyweights uh, in New Zealand at the moment. I mean, we've got me and Kai, and uh, then there's not too much happening. So um, he probably took care of most of them before uh, <laughs> I could get to them. So, so we'll, uh, we'll have to sort something. We'll have to sort a few more of these Aussie guys out until uh, some of the new fellas come through and push him back down again as well, so it'll be cool. Yeah. Going into this rematch with the title on the line, what is the mental approach for you? Uh, the the mental approach for me is 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 the measuring stick. Mm-hmm. This is the preferring this is the perfect measuring stick to measure my skill as a fighter and also measure my improvement from the last fight and it's obviously the perfect measuring stick because it's the same guy. You know, I'm not going to turn up and be like, oh, you know, I've improved so much, but maybe my style just matched up better with this fella. But the the mental prep for this one here is, as we were talking about before, going pro, I I just like to get better. Mm-hmm. I like to get better, and I like to be, um, I like to be implementing the skills that I use, and I like to be able to go, did I do my best? Yes or no? That's the that's the that's the answer at the end of here. And I feel like this here, my mental prep is just to be able to exceed my performance by as much as possible against the same guy. When you lay your head on your pillow at night, how do you see this fight playing out 
it's almost uh, it's funny you say that because I I see him uh, laying his head down asleep. So I, I'm gonna choke him out. There's no secret about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take his back and I and put the choke on. He he knows when I'm on top of him that uh, that he's in danger, and he knows when I push him against the cage that. That doesn't matter if it takes three minutes. He ends up on his back on the ground. So that's that's what's going to happen. Rear naked choke. So that that's how I see it. I don't see it being easy. I mean, I've been there in front of him before. I know he he knows how to go. He's very savvy, very good counter wrestler. Um, but I I really enjoy that he's good. That's that's the good thing. That's what excites me. I enjoy that he's good. I enjoy that he's keen to scrap. I enjoy that the fact that. Um, he knows I want him, want to put him to sleep, and he'll do everything to do it back. And that's what really, really excites me. Eh? He's uh, he's a fighter. Before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about you know you're not only a fighter, you're also a business owner, Custom Fitness. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, well, Custom Fitness is a we're based in Glenmore, my hometown, and it's a family business with me and uh, my two brothers. So we've got a personal training studio take people strength training, weight loss. We've got a, we got a lot of stroke patients on there that we help with uh, rehab as well, uh, do a bit of kickboxing with the clients. So, nah, that keeps us busy, but that's why I, that's why my, um, why I'm so passionate about the sport because, um, you know, the nutrition that I teach my clients, I'm doing it myself all the time, you know, the fitness programs, the, the weight loss and the building back of the strength. So, the job really helps with it. It is, it is busy as we were trying to figure out a time for this one. But <laughs> yeah, custom fitness. Anyone around here want to check us out? Come on in. You got a website? Custom.co.nz, but it's custom with a K, like a little fella star jumping. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Aftershock 31, Brisbane, Australia. Flyweight title on the line. It's going to be a great scrap because. Always a rematch is a great scrap. So thank you for your time, Brayden. That's it. Thank you very much for having me on. And uh, someone get a pillow ready. This boy's going to sleep. (laughs) 